Hey, dude. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. You know what tomorrow is? Your birthday. <laughs> That's not even what I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that. But it is your birthday tomorrow. It is. It is. Send presents. Send presents. It'll already be too late by the time you're hearing this. Still. But send them. Yeah. It's fine. $200 minimum. Uh, What else tomorrow? Oh. We get our second shot. We get our second shot. We will be fully vaccinated. And in general, mm-hmm. um, if you could put it into words. It's, you know, it's hard to put into words. It's actually more than words. That's extreme. <gasps> Play it. Wow. Well, how did this get here? More than words? I'm so excited. More than words. Uh, More than words. Yeah. Let's land this plane. I can't believe that that guitar literally just landed in my lap out of nowhere. That's destiny. Uh, Extreme destiny. I'm going to have to know how you did that. Unless a magician never reveals his secrets. I'm not going to reveal the the, the secrets. (laughs) I don't know where the secrets are. I think I was thinking receipt. That's a new name. That's a new word for me. Anyway. So, I... Do you believe in magic? Get your guitar. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of playing songs. That's all you want to do That's is all play I want songs. to do is play songs. Um, I could put it into words. Yeah. Uh, do it. Awesome. Awesome? That's the one word I would say. Is, it's awesome. I'm trying to think of a song. Because right awesome. now, we are technically 80%. We are. And according to... The research that I've read mm-hmm. in a book <laughs> <laughs> of facts. <laughs> do you you know that reference? Uh, I do, but I can't remember where it was. Dodgeball. Oh yeah, <laughs> I read it in a book. <laughs> <laughs> Who says it? Uh, ben Stiller, of course. His crazy character. Gosh. Oh yeah. Um, the. Uh, He's like the head, um, yeah, gym guy. I never put two and two together that that character is almost identical to the heavyweights character. Oh, yeah. Tony Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> You're Perkinsizing. <laughs> well, I guess. Of course, I'm doing the other guy's um, thing, his accent. Lars. I mean, yeah, I guess they're kind of different. I am Lars. But they're pretty similar. Oh yeah, and he 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 like he has two completely different 
personalities when it comes to that kind of, like when when he's like meet the fockers meet the parents yeah that's like okay we understand this side of Ben Stiller right and Walter Mitty and all these other things yeah yeah but then when he does something like Dodgeball or Zoolander it's like so different yeah. than him oh dear. you know it's almost it's almost jarring yeah cuz like even like when Will Ferrell does stranger than fiction yeah. it's still his it's not that much different than his comedy side no but Ben Stiller's comedy side is so jarring yeah it's really good yeah but for sure i find it to be jarring yeah it's uh well especially jarring when you're Younger watching that movie, it's just like, man, what a jerk this guy is. But the older you get, it's just like, man, he is so funny. Brilliant. <laughs> That's absolutely brilliant. But he quit doing it. Blazer. Laser. Michelle. Oh my gosh. I, I wonder, so I often do wonder why he quit doing it. I don't know. The answer is probably money. Well, yeah. I mean, when you compare the money he made from Walter Mitty. Versus something yeah. like Zoolander, it's not even close. Right, and Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents was huge. Yeah, and it's still comedy. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably hard for him to do. It's more, yeah. It's definitely more slapstick, especially dodgeball. Yeah. So, but you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. So last episode we talked about something, and I wish we wouldn't have. We talked about pollen. Oh. And how, oh, my name's Jeremy, and I never get affected by pollen. I know I have allergies, but I guess it never really hits me. It hit me like a ton of bricks yesterday. Like, you know, we were outside. Sorry. (laughs) You're getting better at not making the sip noise. Pollen. Where was that? Pollen. Yeah. Affecting me. Yeah, you said it didn't. So, I was outside. You're basically just, you know, saying, it doesn't affect me. I'm perfect. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's my typical superiority. Like, Sure. I mean, you know this. I'm better than you. Oh, dude. Better than. Obviously. By the way, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm better than you in every conceivable way. Yes. Um, He's right. So, that was, I was kind of doing that. You know what I mean? Yes. I was I was executing on my superior talk, right? <laughs> because people need to know where they stand. You can only hold it so long. I know. <laughs> I'm totally yeah. kidding. Right. I'm actually. I'd have to say I am the complete opposite of that. You are. I I honestly don't think I'm better than anybody. No. Um. Nah. Maybe some. People. Some people. Yeah. yeah. But I, but even people, like I, murderers I, and stuff, you're better than them. Just in general, I don't look at other people. <laughs> That's what I was waiting on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't look at other people and 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 think that I don't know. I'm better than them. Just for example, you sip coffee better than I do. I do. I'm pretty annoying with it. Okay, but I, I do sip- it for the giggles, though. <laughs> I also sip coffee way more often than you do. You do. You definitely have a leg up on that. Um, but yesterday we were at the cigar lounge and we were. I was like, 
guys, I think I'm getting sick. And Nathan was like, pretty sure it's pollen. Yeah. And then it it just clicked with me. I'm like, I talked about not having allergies. Mm -hmm. And here I am, like, just coughing up loogie after loogie. Yeah. And the back of my throat was irritated. Yeah. And then I did a bunch of Google searching. And sure enough, this is what it feels to have allergies. This is what it feels to be affected by pollen. So everybody listening that suffers from that, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because this... (laughs) It does suck. I thought I was getting sure. I thought I was like legit getting sick. I'm like, man, are you kidding? I can't get sick right before we go get the vaccine. Yeah. Um, but it's not that. Because I don't there's nothing else about me that feels sick. I mean, I feel a little tired, but it's because my well, yeah. I'm congested or whatever. Sure. But I went to Walgreens and got some Walgreen brand Afrin. Cleared me right up. Walfrin. Walfrin. <laughs> Now, my throat still is hurting, and I hope I can make it through this whole podcast. Yeah. Uh, if not, <laughs> I'm going to pass the baton to you. All right. And you just take it. I'll what take would, what would that be like? Oh, my gosh. You would be like. What I, would, I know I'd go off the rails. Yeah. I'm kind of curious what you would talk about. Um, just. Probably Shrek 2. Probably. I think that's. Actually, uh, the intro to Shrek 2. Awesome. Like the intro, like the video, like the uh, the DreamWorks um, oh, intro yeah. before he goes in the movie, because they adapt the tune for that song, and they have a nice orchestration of it. And I, I just remember that being so good, and I'm just like, <sighs> and it's not even Disney, but it felt like Disney. So, all right, speaking of Disney, Shrek sneezing. This is all going to tie together. Okay. I didn't even mean to. Right. First time I went to Universal Studios, Mm. they have the Shrek, uh, I think it's the Shrek 4D experience. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's 5D. I don't know. There's a certain amount of Ds that are more than three. (laughs) Right. Okay. Uh, I've seen up to 7D. I have two. I saw 7D at the uh, World War II Museum. Uh, Which I we need to talk about that. Wow. Yeah. But the one in New Orleans? Way more historically important is the Shrek Museum. Right. In Universal. Of course. Um <laughs> Of course. So yes. no, I went to this thing because it's priority one. Uh I was just curious. Yeah. And what was interesting, the four D just means when they sneeze, you feel it. Yep. And so, blast of air. This reminds me, I was sitting in Shrek, right, mm-hmm. watching this thing, and the Joker sneezed, and I got wet, and I got pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is like, "Oh, this is fun." I'm like, right. "No, you okay. didn't tell me you were going to spray water in my face." Right. And so I, I got, I kind of, I'm, not, I didn't make a scene. Yeah. But I didn't like it. Uh. Because I was like, why don't you just say that? It's not 4D. It's like, yeah. It's like, we're going to, <laughs> when they sneeze, we're going to put water on you just so you know. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, I did the one anyway. uh, that was at Disney World and it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, yeah. 
And now that one was cooler. Yeah. But they let, like, I think it hit a box of mice and it tipped over. And all of a sudden you hear, you feel on your, oh my God, <laughs> on your ankles. And all the women are freaking out, of course. And I'm like, Ugh! but that was pretty creepy, actually. So I was like, uh, and then they had like this giant snake. And, you know, of course, of course it was 3D too. And they have this giant snake, and I'm just like, nope, not even watching. <laughs> Took off the glasses. <laughs> I've told like, my I'll wife. skipping this part. I've told my wife, I'll fight a bear. I'll fight a tiger. Yeah. I'll fight a bobcat. Have you seen that video going around right now uh-huh. of the guy who, like, there's this bobcat that gets loose, yeah. and they're, like, getting in their car to go somewhere, yeah. and this bobcat attacks his wife. The dude grabs the bob, bobcat, yeah. like holds him up, like stares him in the face and walks away and just chunks him like Simba. <laughs> and he was just like, he was like, get away, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm going to shoot that effort. And like, there were people, there were people on Twitter, like, you know, screw taking a bullet for me. I want a man who will take a bobcat for me. <laughs> exactly. Dude, dude. You'll have to, if, I guess if I can find it, I'll put it here but yeah. that video is crazy um where was i going with that bobcat tiger bear snake, snake yeah. i told sarah carter i'll do all that stuff for you but if a snake's in the house you're gonna die <laughs> which i i yeah, dude. i'm obviously kidding right like, i would i would obviously face my fear but like i oh, yeah, there's dude. something about snakes like i mow the grass with my pistol in my pocket. Oh yeah, because if I see a snake, find one. I, I, I you sure. know, I'm gonna shoot it seven times. Yeah, and my <laughs> and I'm like, hey, fireworks! Sorry, <laughs> right? Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't do snakes. Me neither. But I know a crap ton about them. Really? Oh yeah. Why? Because I feared them so much. Okay. So yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me a snake fact. Uh, let's see. Do I even want this? Uh, like there's, well, we don't deal with them around here, but the spitting cobras. Yeah. Uh, if they spit at you in the face, obviously, if you wait long enough, you'll go blind. Okay. But it's disturbing to get rid of that water. Water wow. gets rid of it. Wow. And, uh, and I know if like a rattlesnake bites you or something like that, it's like within two minutes you're in trouble. Like it leads to death. Wow. So, you and, know what the most deadly snake is? Uh-uh. It's a corporate snake at the top of a company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. So I haven't read too much about those though. I'm gonna stop you so I don't have nightmares. Yeah, because I as I was like, tell me all the snake facts. I'm like, I don't want to know this. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, it's actually one of the things that it it is a it is an actual fear of mine. Oh, dude, me too. Um, absolutely. I can handle a lot of other things, but that one, something about that just yeah. creeps me out. Yeah. Um, but we were t- like, we got on this because we were I don't remember, but we were talking about museums, right? I'm going to talk about the World War II Museum, but 
Any museums that you've been to in your lifetime that were memorable? Uh, World War II. You went to this too? Uh, yes, totally. Now, I didn't like see the thing that you were talking about. Uh, the 70s. Why did I thing. forget that you've been there? Because yeah. I'm a bad person? Me and Jared Prisbiz took a trip over there. Cause was it after me or before me? Because it might have. I think it was after you. Okay. Because you're the one who told me about it. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm going to New Orleans in a couple months and I've mm-hmm. got to go. So when I went, they were also building a, an, another wing, another building mm-hmm. of it. So, and I'm pretty sure it's built now because that was probably three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like to go again because they have new stuff down there. Sure. So, but yeah, the uh, going through um, the Pacific side. And then going through the forest side, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. And let me <clears throat> let me give a backstory of why I even went. I mean, other than I wanted to go to a World War II museum. Mm-hmm. But I got real big into World War II in 2000. When did you go? Uh, I think it was... I want to say 17, maybe 18. I think it, it would have to be 18. Yeah. I think it had to be 18. Okay. I got real big into it. Yeah. I literally went and bought one in one day. I went and bought 14 books about wow. World War II. I have only read like four of them. <laughs> right. Even to today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. I've only read four of them to completion. I've probably read through eight or nine of them. But I just got so into it. And yeah. I was watching documentary after documentary. And the thing about World War II is it goes on forever. Yeah. I mean, you could literally read it every single day of your life, and you're never going to learn everything about World War II. It yeah. is insane. Yeah. Um, but I got really into it. And then I got back into Band of Brothers, and then that led to some Google searching. And then I heard about this World War II museum, and I'm like, this seems cool. And then it was like, this museum was created and curated by Tom Hanks. That's right. Steven Spielberg and the creator of Band of Brothers. Yeah. Who Steven, also did this video. Steven Ambrose. Yeah. Spielberger. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't noticed in our credits, we were blessed, very blessed. Yeah. To have this show produced by Steven Spielberger. Yes. And the score, the soundtrack was done by Sean Williams. Yeah. Williams. Yeah. Williams. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Steve. Yeah. (laughs) But so when we went, but I'm, or I found out about this and I'm like, why is it in New Orleans? And I looked it up and it was because the Higgins boats, uh, do you know what the Higgins boats are? Uh, You'll definitely know it when I say it. So on D Day, they were the like, they look like dumpsters. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's the Higgins boat. Okay. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower said, we won uh, the war because of one man. Steve. Andrew Higgins. Because of the Higgins boat. Higgins boat. Well, the Higgins factory, boat factory, New Orleans. So they built the museum at the exact spot of that factory. Okay. Just super detailed. Wow. And so I'm like, well, cool. Ah, when am I ever going to go here? Well, then me and my wife went to Perdita, 
Perdido Key, which is essentially Orange Beach or Pensacola, oh, it's yeah. like right there. And I and I GPSed it, and it was three hours away. And so I waited until the week before, and I said, "Honey, <laughs> what do I have to do? How much money do I have to pay you? How many <laughs> how many shopping trips do you need to go on right. for us to take a day?" And go to New Orleans, do this World War II museum. And she told me the money amount. Mm-hmm. I paid her the money amount. This is my wife. She went like this. And she slid it across the table. <laughs> <laughs> she slid it across the table. She wants Two her zeros, she wanted her Jamba Juice card refilled. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't Starbucks. I don't think we've ever even went to a Jamba Juice, but I don't even know where one is. She did give me a a price. Uh, I paid the price. One of the one of the uh, price tags was she wanted to go to eat somewhere in New Orleans. I'm like, okay, well, I can handle that. Done. So <clears throat> good places over there. We went down there. We planned to spend five hours at this museum, mm. and there were two buildings we didn't even get to. Yeah. It's huge. That's how big it was. Yep. Two buildings we didn't even have time to go through. Um, but it was incredible. Like you show up and you pay your $22 or whatever. Um, if you're a World War II vet, you don't pay anything, of course. Right. Um, and then the military gets a discount. But I think it's like $22, $23, mm. right? Yeah, I think so. Well, you pay that, and then they give you the dog tag, but it's in a, it's like an e-dog tag. It's like an le- electronic thing. Yep. And then you just, wherever you're at in the exhibit, so like you said, you love the Pacific. Yeah. You can just scan your electronic dog tag. Yeah. And it's like, you know, let's say your soldier was named Nathan Cooley. Yeah. It'll say, well, Nathan Cooley was Great here. Hero, by the way. Yes. One of. Like 16 Purple Arts. Y- yeah. Uh, I think they. they And a gold star. Yeah. <laughs> Sticker. Yeah. I think he got five gold stars. Yeah. Um, four well dones. Yeah. And uh, maybe two get em kids. <laughs> right. On the back of his uh, jacket. Yeah. Um, 25 Medal of Honors. Yeah. All in his sash. They were stitched on. He died 10 times. Amazing. Amazing guy. This guy's got 11 lives. Yeah. Nathan Cooley. Lib. Band of Brothers. Yep. It's all about drummers in World War II. All right. Anyway. But you can trace where your guy was at that time, right? When you put it up to the. Correct. Which is, I thought was awesome. It was pretty cool. Super cool, man. Yeah. And one of the other things that uh, made me feel cool, but also kind of look douchey. Yeah. Right when you buy your ticket. I'm yelling. Right when you buy your ticket, <laughs> you uh, it just gets me excited. You go into this fake train car. Yep. Remember this? Mm-hmm. You sit down, and that's when you first scan your dog tag. Right. Uh, but the the tour tour guide or whatever, he was like, he knew he was going to whip everybody, and he was asking all these questions. And he was like, "So does anyone know why?" The museum is in New Orleans, of all places. And I was like, I do. <laughs> he was like, 
are you sure? I said, yeah. It's Andrew Higgins' factory was here. That's right. And then he, next one, he asked the question, and I got it, and I got it. And I got like four in a row, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to stop. Even Sarah Carter <laughs> looked at me like, hey, you don't have to do this right now. <laughs> right. You know? You, she was like, calm down. Yeah. I'm going to sleep but, with you. But it's, it's fine. It's, it's only <laughs> – it's <laughs> – It's Sorry. only because I had honestly been reading about it. It's like it was my obsession for the past couple of months. Sure. It's not necessarily. It was, you were fresh off of it. I was fresh off of it. Yeah. And, uh, but we, dude, that was like so good. And then we went to dinner afterwards and yeah. I got this. Look at that. A little, uh, there you go. World War II. Nice. There you go. Nice. So I got that souvenir and it cost yeah. me like, Twenty-three dollars. Uh, we 100% recommend going to it if you're into that, and and if you're not, and if you're New that. Orleans, go to it. Yes, it's, it's so. It's good. far better than what's the street? Uh oh, uh, Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street, Street. Yeah, <laughs> what I did. You'll laugh at this because you know me. I didn't want to go to Bourbon Street. I don't, I'm not a, I don't party. It's, yeah. Parties are too wild for me. It gets for the kids. Yeah. And so, but I told Sarah Carter, I was like, hey, let's just go touch it. Say we've been there. Yeah. Check it off the bucket list. She said, yeah, yeah I'm okay with that. Right. So we walked down there to Bourbon Street. We got in the middle of Bourbon Street. I looked left. I don't ever want to tell you what I saw. <laughs> I look right. I don't ever want to tell you what I saw. Uh, I said, you good? She said, I'm good. Yeah. And we turned around and we left. But hey, we've we've been to Bourbon Street. There you go. You know? Yep. And then I went to a cigar. Yeah, I think you might have went there too. The place that they roll the cigars. Yes. Um, very, very cool place. What is that place called? <sighs> roll me up. Somewhere. Jelly roll cigars, sushi roll cigars. Rolling on a cigar. Rolling on a cigar. uh, Hand rolled nation. Um, Yeah. I'm running out of rolls. Yeast roll cigars. (laughs) Big fat yeast roll. (laughs) Big fat yeast roll cigars. (laughs) I can't believe you know that. You know what it's from? No. Restaurant? No. It's a restaurant called Quincy's. Quincy's? They are out of business now. I, I mean, I'm assuming, but that's where we went to North Carolina, and their advertisement was, "I'm the big fat yeast roll." Nice. <laughs> they were good too. Nice. But that was the only thing they had good. Everything else, not great. So yes, you said earlier that yeah. tomorrow was my day of birth. Yes. Which is false. It is a celebration. Of my day of birth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good, because I was like, in my mind, I was like, wait, I thought, I thought, I thought I nailed this. Yeah. I thought his birthday was tomorrow. I usually get it right. You know why you get it right? Hmm. And why a lot of people get it right? Uh, other than the fact that you're a decent human being, is it's also what day? Earth Day. Yeah. And Earth Day can suck it. Yeah. It can. <laughs> On the way over here, threw my Dasani bottle out the door. Didn't Dude, care. On Earth Day, I destroy the planet. 
I destroy it. I fill my car with gas and just light the tires on fire, bro. I go to Home Depot and yeah. I buy six gallons of white paint. Yeah. And I just walk around everyone's yard and I just freaking <laughs> empty this paint everybody on everyone's yeah. yard and I just say, forget Earth Day. It's Jeremy's <laughs> birthday. Forget Earth Day. Yeah. Um, I go to dump. I go dumpster diving. Yeah, and just pull out crap and just put it on the ground. And they're like, "Why are you doing that?" I was like, "It's Jeremy's birthday." This is why you're it's great. not Earth Day. This is why you're great. And they're like, "Oh, okay." I go. They're, yeah, sometimes we're okay with it though. I go to QT, the convenience store. Yeah, and I get about ten packs of gum, mm. and then I put one piece of gum in my mouth and I take the wrapper and throw it down. And I walk 10 steps, I take the gum out of the wrapper, yeah. and I throw both of them on the ground. Oh. Take another 10 step, throw both of them on the ground until there are five packs of just trash <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And I walk out with my chest out like a daggum lion. Yep. It's my birthday. Yeah. Say something. Nice. Say something. I go to every national park. I was arrested. And but- it says, no to littering, and I cross out the no. Gosh. And it says, hey, littering. Do it. Do it. Especially on Earth Day. <laughs> I go to that same sign, right? Yeah. And instead of no littering, I put a T after the O. And then I put a picture of me doing this. <laughs> Not littering. Right. <laughs> I do that the day after is what oh, I'm wait, saying. Oh, wait, I forgot. After I cross out the dough, <laughs> I take out... <laughs> No, I pull my pants down and I pee on it. I pee on that sign. Okay. That's what I do. I was not ready for any of that. It's like, <laughs> like take that parks and wreck. A different kind of podcast you're going for. There. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in all seriousness, we're not very serious. Um, do you remember when Erica, Ryan's wife, Erica, Right. Put would to, be Erica Rodriguez. Yes. Yes. And before, I think it was Erica Bain. Bain. Oh. Yeah. Then you have my permission to die. <laughs> uh, for those of you not watching, Nathan has a Bane mask on from Batman, The Dark Knight. Is it Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises? It rises. The fire rises. <laughs> <laughs> and and by the way, it's not a it's not an actual Bane mask. It's a Bane COVID mask, which makes it even better. Yes. You think darkness is your ally, but you merely adopted the dark. <laughs> I was born in it. But when I turned like twenty six, oh. <laughs> yeah, when I turned like twenty six, she threw a birthday party for me. Do you remember oh. this? I don't know. It was called Forget Earth Day. It's Jeremy's birthday, oh. and it was down in Little Five Points at this beer thing, and you could smoke cigars after ten. Oh, was it like that outdoor restaurant or something like that? Uh, no, it was um, 
I can't remember Porter Porter Beer Bar or something like that. It's indoors. Oh, okay. Um, but the funniest part about it was uh, I can't remember who it was, but we went to pick them up in Jefferson. I had no idea what we were doing. I yeah. was carpooling. I had no idea it was supposed to be a surprise. I didn't know if we were going to a restaurant. Yeah. If we were going to someone's house. Right. And we were picking this girl up. And uh, it was Michelle. That's who it was. She got in the car and we're supposed to drive to Atlanta. I didn't know where we were going. But she got in the car and she goes, so where are we going to Atlanta? It's a beer bar. And they turned around and they're like, are you serious? She's like, she's like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. And they're like, well, this is supposed to be a surprise for Jeremy. It's like, oh, okay. Is Jeremy in the car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. You're touching my leg. Our, we're jammed in this car and our legs are touching. That's another thing I used to remember like Oops. years ago. Was like, yeah. We'd go places and there'd be like eight people in the car, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And then people would be like, hey, you get $5 for gas money? Dude, you're an adult. No. <laughs> Don't offer to drive. Right. If, yeah. You exactly. know, it's like, and by the way, we're going to Atlanta and back. Yeah. You're And you want $5? <laughs> right. <laughs> what kind of diesel engine are you using yeah, in your car? Sheesh. Anyway. Like it's it's nice to like for other off people to offer. Yeah, just like hey, don't worry, we're gonna you know cash app you or whatever. Uh, that's cool, but to to be the driver just be like five dollars, everybody, cool. All right, let's go. I yeah. need to fill up now. I was that guy that said no though when people asked me for gas money. Yeah. Now I would give give gas money sometimes to people. Sure. But when people would be like, hey, I'll drive. Just give me $5 of gas. I'm like, no, I'll drive because I'm an adult. Yeah. Okay? And <laughs> I'll pay for my own gas. Yeah. Um, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> that used to make me angry. Yeah. But, I can tell. So we've talked about your birthday. Uh-huh. Because that was back in the early days of the podcast. What uh, What age are you turning tomorrow? 35. Woo! Come on. 35. Nice. That's a um, good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I uh I don't feel bad about it. 33 was weird for me. Yeah. 34 was like, what? Right. What does this mean? 35 is like, you're 35. Mm-hmm. I'm now in my mid 30s. Yep. Um But I don't feel mid 30s and feeling great. I don't I don't feel bad. Yeah. You know, 30 was hard. I'm sure 40 is hard. But even though 30 was hard, I have to say, 30s have been the best years of my life. Mm. I don't know. 30s if that, were good. I don't know if how you feel about your 40s. Uh, is it good, bad, neutral? It's, well, it's neutral right now. Um, it started off good, but then COVID hit. Well, yeah. I yeah. kind of put a damper on it, but, Can, you know. Cancel out COVID. But overall, 40 has been pretty good. Yeah, sure. I notice. Tell me if you agree with this. I noticed that life gets, my mom always said, life never gets easier, but it gets better. Yeah. So things get harder and more complicated, yeah. but but life is sweeter. Hmm. 
I kind of have this thing where I'm like, <clears throat> my 30s are better because I'm getting more mature in my mind. So the way I think about things is healthier. Yeah. Um, I think my perspective is better in my 30s than it was in my 20s. It's not necessarily circumstantial. I did get married in my 30s. Yeah. I bought a house in my 30s. Right. Right. These are cool things. But yeah. that's not why I'm happy. Right. right? Yeah. It's certainly a a very big reason, like especially my wife, why I'm happy. But yeah, I'm not sure that's that's what I mean by my 30s or my best years. I think it's literally the way I think about the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, except for your marriage, uh, all the stuff that you named was material right. stuff. Material stuff comes and goes. I mean, Sarah Carter is a material girl <laughs> living in a material, in a material world. world. That's true. Um, I know she is a material girl. I know you've never heard that song, but no, you know. no, I just sang it. It's not mainstream enough for you, which, by the way, <laughs> the most mainstream human <laughs> ever. That's right. true. I wonder if she first came when she first came out. If she was like, if you were like cool, if you, if you knew Madonna, oh. and then she just took off. I mean, she was definitely one of the most popular humans humans on the face of the earth. But I, but for sure, did that happen overnight? Because it. Rarely it does. Like it. it rarely does. But sometimes with those pop stars, she was pretty young when she. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like. I don't know if it was Bieber quick, but it was pretty quick though. Yeah. Okay. Because like it's, I don't think she had an album where nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. Like she just came out the gate, you know. She, I mean, she had all the right producers at the time and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's just like. They just knew how to promote her, and plus she had her own look, and which yep. every girl in the eighties wanted to copy and did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she was a trendsetter for sure. Yeah. So you were saying all those things are material. Yeah, except for my wife, right? <laughs> because <laughs> because. <laughs> That thing sitting on the driveway right there. I just bought a new truck. Yeah. Well, new to me anyway. And it was, it's my big boy toy. Mm-hmm. You know? Just yeah. like, it's a grown man toy. I thought that was your it is. pet name for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you ever lean over and call me your big boy toy. <laughs> and don't immediately bust out laughing. Right, yeah, exactly. I'm leaving you. So, yeah. Something wrong. I'm leaving you. We have gone too Something far. Something the matter. Uh, uh, yeah. By the way, I don't know why I, I forgot this, but what? show the people the edition behind you. The Michael Scott oh, edition. Yes. I'll tell the story behind it, but what is it? This is the Dundee Award for fine work. It's got Jeremy Thomas' yeah. name on it. <laughs> Let's see if I can get a close-up. There it is. Fine work award. Pretty cool. But my team decided they wanted to do something special for me. Yeah. And they thought about it. They didn't really want to spend a lot of money. And one of my guys was like, (laughs) did you do it on purpose? Yeah. (laughs) Well, don't break it, dude. Magnificent bust. 
He uh, wanted to get me a Dundee, and I thought it was a brilliant idea. Done deal. Done deal. There it is right there. I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. And so now. You did get Bushiest Beaver, though, before that. Yeah. But now it's the Fine Work Award, which yeah. I think is better. I got the Whitest Sneakers Award. Whitest <laughs> Sneakers. Um, Longest engagement. But that'll be in probably every show now. I think it's pretty cool. I like it. And uh, it's a nice added addish out there. So it's right there. Where I was saying, <clears throat> huh? Put the guns away. Sorry, I'm talking about his arms. Um, we're talking about birthdays. We said that yours was in February. Oh, yes. Mine was now. Mine is also on a peculiar day. Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes, that's true. If you haven't heard that episode, yeah. you were born on ba- Valentine's and Day. I'm, and I'm like, screw Valentine's Day. It's my birthday. That one's actually, I would, I think yours, <coughs> yours is uh, worse. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not every, it's pretty bad. Most, the average human being does nothing for Earth Day. True. Um, the average human being does do things on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was going to ask you, uh, I shared a memory of mine. Do you have any uh, favorite birthday memories? Now, this could be from your childhood, mm. from your adulthood, a party, a meal, or something terrible. <laughs> uh, my 40th was pretty good. Tell me about it. It was also a surprise. Birthday party. I wasn't there. And you weren't there. I had a reason. I think it was Valentine's Day. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I I think I was in Chattanooga. Okay. Like taking care of my wife. Yeah. So, but anyway, since I wasn't there, Uh, why don't you tell the people? And one of those people includes me. (laughs) It includes you. Tell me about it. It was. uh, it was set up by Dennis and Nicole mm-hmm. Frazier. And then, um, but th- yeah, Dennis had called me and he was like, Hey, do you want you to come to our house? We got some food and stuff. And he's like, we'll just celebrate. I was like, cool. Awesome. And, uh, so I go over his house and then I see that there's more cars than just theirs. And I was like, well, I know who that is. Well, I know who that. Oh, Practically all of A-Town is there, <laughs> except for a couple of people. And uh, and then uh, Chris Morgan was there. Rudy and Annie were there. And uh, just like a, it was it was a pretty big crew. And uh, they were all waiting on me. So I was like, this is pretty awesome. So we went out on the deck and had some scotch. And I think we smoked cigars, I think. Pretty sure we did. Probably. So <clears throat> went out there and and everybody just kind of <laughs> went around. Like it was unplanned. Like they just went around and just said something about me. I was just like, whew. I was like, I almost couldn't take it. I was like, man, this is very humbling yeah. and very heartwarming. And I was, you know, so, but to this day, I was like, that's probably one of the best birthdays ever. It was just very, uh, very organic and just very, you know, it was it was 
very laid back, which is what I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we did something, you know, gone out or whatever, I've been okay with that. But I'm like, this is kind of the tempo that I like right now. Yeah. So, which but, I, I have this theory that friends, good friends are at the same speed. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends, well, Sarah Carter pointed this out to me. She was like, you only hang out with people who smoke cigars. I'm like, that's not true. She goes, it is true. <laughs> and I started thinking about it. I'm like, it is true. Yeah. Because that's what I do. It's like, it's a certain speed. Yeah. Like the greatest thing ever is to like have a friend over, two friends over, three friends. Four is getting wild. Right. That's too many. But just smoke a cigar and talk. It's like the greatest yeah. thing ever for me. And yep. I think that's why me and you are such good friends, me and Jared and, you know, well, all of my friends. Yeah. Bobby, Brandon, and we're, we we all love that same speed. Mm-hmm. Ryan and I used to do this like every single Saturday. Yeah. And uh, for my bachelor party, which you missed, so yeah. we're even. Right. <laughs> you, missed, <laughs> you missed my bachelor party, so I missed your 40th. Yeah. But we both would have been there. If we could have sure. helped, helped it. Yeah. Um, but one of the things about my bachelor party was I, I wanted, I don't want to go out. Yeah. I don't want to go wild and party. I just, that's not me. Sure. Um, probably going to sneak out the back and leave if you do that. <laughs> yeah. So for my bachelor party, <laughs> it's like we started the day we went to the gun range and we shot guns for a couple hours. Oh, wow. And then we, uh, Went from there to the cigar lounge, smoked cigars, drank whiskey. Yeah. Went from there to my house and grilled steak. Just a complete man day. And I'm like, gosh, dude, that's what I want at my bachelor party. Yeah. I want to go out. I just, it's just not me. Sure. But I was thinking when you're talking about your 40th, you named all those people. Yeah. Didn't you see all those people on Sunday? Uh, Most of those people? Yeah. Most of them. I'm talking about the uh, wedding. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Pretty much some of them were on the worship team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sunday, this past Sunday was Katie Morgan and, well, now Katie Mayfield mm-hmm. and Mark Mayfield's wedding. And um, I'm still on a high from that because it, Mushrooms. Well, yeah, that too. Sigaweed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Uh, we were there, uh, and I had seen people that I haven't seen in probably, some of them, 10 years. Mm. And it's been a long time. And most of them have been, you know, a couple of years that I haven't seen them since. And um, so there's probably, I want to say there was over, hundred people there wow. while we were there. And uh, so it just kind of felt like, well, it felt normal, first of all. And, but it was like, it was overwhelming because there were so many people that, that I knew there that I just enjoy being around. And, and I just haven't, we haven't had that moment in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, and then, uh, but I, I DJed her wedding. Um, and uh, so I was pretty much in charge of the reception. So I did emceeing and all that stuff. And 
So, and, and before that, <clears throat> I was nervous because that's not my wheelhouse. That's you put me behind a drum set. I will play in front of a hundred thousand people. No problem. Right. Um, but you put me in front of, <laughs> you know, behind a mic and just a laptop. I'm just like, uh, I got to do more stuff mm-hmm. that I'm not familiar with or not comfortable with yet. Yeah. But like pretty much like everything else, once I start doing it and I get the hang of it, then the nervousness goes away and it immediately went away Yeah, that night. Cause I was just like, I know half of these people more than half of these people. Right. And, uh, so if, if I do like a subliminal joke, it's not subliminal to them. Yeah. They know what it's about. Right. Which is what I was doing pretty much the whole night, just being stupid. And, uh, and then, you know, it's, it's this stems from the story from, you know, when first DJ Cooley was found out. Right. And you were just like, so that's where that came from. And, you know, cause I was like, everybody give it up for me. <laughs> and instead of people clapping, they were laughing. Yeah. Cause they just knew what it was about. So I was like, all right, I'll take that. Right. That's cool. So, well, it's another avenue for you to be your true self. Sure. The the twerk ethic self. You know. That's very true. It's a it's another I mean, that's just really who you are. Yeah. And I was actually kind of twerking <laughs> some of the night. And um uh, you got on the dance floor uh during one song and it was it was so fun. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, I'm going to take over for a little bit." Well, and you really are a great DJ because it's like, thank you. I mean, you go to weddings and you're like, you know, you're going to hear certain songs. Sure. But something like it's gotten to the point where a lot of DJs are just lazy and they're only going to play the songs that you're supposed to play. Right. Where you make sure the heavy hitters are there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then you're throwing out stuff from, you know, 90s, early 90s hip hop and stuff. And you can read the room because why? You're a professional. Uh, like you play drums for weddings, yeah. All that definitely helps the time. That has um, definitely helped but, for sure. Well, yeah, I was, I was gonna say it is that was nice because we talked about it on Monday. It was nice for you to get some sense of normalcy again. Sure, um, it's just good to hang out with people and people weren't fist bumping. Chris Morgan actually. Try to get me fist bump. I was like, no, you get over here. <laughs> yeah, you're eighty percent. I've been fucking people all day. I was just like, you're next. Yeah. So he did. He's just like, and then when he hugged me, he goes, "Hey, man." And it was his daughter getting married. If you don't know, and he hugs me. He goes, "Man, I love you." And I was like, "I love you too, Chris." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Man, I don't even started yet, man. You gonna make me cry, bro?" Right. So, but of course he was giving his daughter away that day. So it was just like, you know, it was, and it was his second, was his last daughter to give away too. The other one he already gave away, but, but yeah, Johnny's wedding. He'd just be like, eh, take him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I started shaking hands now that I got the first dose. We've been doing that at the lounge. And that feels good. Cause before then I'm like, what does it matter? I'm just going to give you yeah. whatever. I always now, thought the fist bump was kind of. Awkward anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, it may. Toby and Jim. Uh, yeah. Yes. Hey, man. Yeah. Oh, is this a new thing? No. <laughs> no. 
Well, and the fist bump made a lot of sense back in the day when they thought that the, the when they thought it was transmitted through surfaces, right? But it was very clear that there's a reason we wear the face mask is because <laughs> right. it's the droplets that come out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And truth be told, they don't really even know that. Yeah, that's but true. that's their theory. And but so yeah. Um, but I shook someone's hand after the first dose, and it was like. It was shocking how good it felt. Right. I'm like, wow, I really missed a handshake. Oh, man. You know? Yeah. And anyway, I we're obviously still not out. I mean, there's some places where things are going up again. But the U.S. Yeah. hopefully will set the tone, you know? And, sure. And uh, we'll be the trendsetter getting out of this crap. Yeah. So, And you know what? Tomorrow, we're on our way to help with that. Yep. So... I'm I'm pumped up. Doing our part. Show. And with that, man, we're already at the end of this episode. I can't believe it. Put a ribbon on it. And uh, this is, I'm not quitting. Nope. You know, I thought for sure this what episode, when I woke up this morning, I said, I'm going to quit today. <laughs> I've had it with Nathan. Right. Uh, he's not funny. Yeah. He's not nice. Yeah. He is a terrible drummer. Oh, that's so true. And I'm just like, I quit. And then I woke up and realized facts. Yeah. And that I was wrong about all of those. Because you are funny. (laughs) You are kind. (laughs) And you're a really good drummer. Stop it. You're just really good. Stop it. And so I looked in the mirror. I looked in the mirror and I said, you are a jerk when you dream. (laughs) <laughs> and you're not going to quit. Yeah. Dreams will mess you up. And I'm here. By the way. Yes. If they seem real enough, you just you wake up and you're just like, did that happen? Or oh, yeah. Not? Oh, man. Some of them are terrible. They mess with me sometimes. Some of them are terrible. One of my least favorite is when I get into a fight and I <laughs> yeah. punch people and it doesn't hurt them. <laughs> Have you ever had that dream? <laughs> yes. Like yeah. I just and I just like hit someone as hard as I can. They're like, "Is that all you got?" Yeah. And I'm like, "It is." You can't even knock somebody out of my dream. Yeah, sheesh. Which I want to do. But yeah, it's never happened. Um, You're right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, were you talking about quitting and stuff? I was like, yeah. When you're talking about your superiority, yeah. Just a second ago, God, I was like, man, I really want to quit right now. Yeah. But then I snapped out of it, and I was just like, you know what? Jeremy's just a normal dude. Yeah. Kill him, and then go on with the podcast right. by yourself. Right. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and uh, I just want to remind everyone how much better I am. <laughs> it reminds me of Anchorman. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can see how good I look. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Well, dude. Everyone. Let's, uh, let's close this one down. Close up shop. Pollen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's really bad right now. It's awful. It's the pollen you can't see because my truck, like, when it first started, you know, it was yellow every time I got up in the morning. Now it's not as bad. But that's the stuff that you have to be careful about. It's the pollen you can't see. Yes. On your car. And then that just (laughs) just gets all your stuff. You got to have faith in pollen. Right. You know, because it will knock you down. Yep. And I'm here to say I was wrong. 
<laughs> I do have apparent allergy allergies, and it rocked my world. I think we're going to run out of tape, so we better. <laughs> we're filming on tape. <laughs> we're, yeah. We got like 30 seconds. Can we rewind? We should rewind. <laughs> <laughs> we got 30 seconds. Yes. Cheers. Cheers to our vaccine. What's the cheers theme song? Sometimes you want to go. <laughs> Well, nobody knows your name. <laughs> Say nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's oh, forgot jeers. that you're insane. That's jeers, not cheers. Jeers. <laughs> There's nobody here. I'm all alone. All right, guys. Oh, jeers. Bye. Have a great week. Bye, guys. We love some of you. See. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye.